Hello everyone, thanks for spending some time with us today on House to House. I feel like I have a, a word that I need to release to you today entitled Dissolving Delay. Um, a few days ago, my family and I um, celebrated Christmas, but it was delayed. Matter of fact, our gift exchange was delayed because one of us had a positive COVID result. Uh, so we celebrated Christmas on New Year's Eve and then most of New Year's Day. When everything was said and done and all the kids were going home and going our separate ways, Penny and I decided to take down our Christmas decor. And while we're doing that, I began to meditate on the nativity. And as I looked at it, I began to think about this topic where the Holy Spirit began to speak to me these words, dissolving the delay. And, I, and as he began to unfold and unpack what this meant to me, I was to share it with you. Um, so much of us have felt like things have been in a state of delay in 2020. But the Lord wants to reassure you, he's not delayed. He's right on time and he's our very present help in our time of trouble. Um, I really feel like the Lord reminded me that when the earth was silent, uh, his voice had not been heard for hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, that moment in time when the Savior, the Messiah, was born, the cry of the baby severed that silence, and he was right on time. Now, that was a delay. There were hundreds of years the earth had been void of his voice, but the virgin did conceive. The, the prophecy that Isaiah had did come to pass, and he was Emmanuel, God with us. But here's the good news. He is still Emmanuel, God with us. He is Jesus, Savior, Messiah, now and forevermore. Um, a matter of fact, the burden of delay began to dissolve when his gift, his promise, his presence showed up in the earth. You see, what something we need to remind ourselves of is that God came. He is here and still coming. That is such a... Uh, Powerful reminder always to me, especially at the time of Christmas when we celebrate the birth of his coming, and then we know he lived a sinless life, laid down his life on the cross, and rose again on the third day. But it doesn't stop there. He is now here with us through the power of the person of the Holy Spirit living and dwelling and empowering us today, but yet he still is coming back. There is a second return of Jesus and to gather in the body of Christ, those who are faithful watching and waiting for him. And so we feel like there's a delay on his coming, but we should not be, live in a state of delay in our action, our attitude, or the commissioning that he has given us because he's coming back again because he is here with us now to prepare us and others for that second coming. So that's the word the Lord is speaking to me. So what does it? What does receiving that truth look like? That that we're to dissolve delay. It it looks like uh, responding to obedience or with obedience. Living in obedience dissolves this this feeling that that God is 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 vacant. He's gone. He's he's. He's powerless, or we're waiting on this fulfillment of something that's missing. Because, see, he wants us in our obedience to receive the word he's given us and walk it out. Again, the nativity is where this came from. So I'm looking at this nativity, and I see I see Mary. And I remember how that, you know, the angel Gabriel comes to her, and 
and speaks to her and tells her that she was going to be a part of the fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah, that a virgin would conceive and bring forth a child and call his name Emmanuel. Wow. In this moment, this young girl who had heard this prophecy, knew of it, has the response, well, be it so unto me. This rhema, this living word comes to her, and she knows that because it's being said, it has the power to perform itself. And she says yes in obedience and carries the Christ child, delivers the Christ child, and is a part of raising the Christ child, the Messiah. Wow, what obedience. Though this delay was still ongoing, it was being dissolved in her action and her obedience to walk it out by faith the word that she received to walk that word of faith out at, in her life. What about Joseph? Her own, uh, the one she's espoused to marry. Here, this, her, his, his fiance becomes pregnant and everyone's wanting him to set her aside to, to, to stop the process. However, Joseph stays true. And Joseph, because he hears a, has a dream, hears a word from the Lord, is obedient to walk this out, and all of a sudden, his delay is dissolved because he's willing to receive the word, live the word, and live the promise, and be a part of the greatest moment in history, the coming of God to humanity. Wow. He's there. Not only is he there, but shepherds, people who was on, were on the low end of the totem pole, if you will, get a message from a host of angels that there is a Messiah that's been born. He has come. You'll find him laying in a manger, wrapped in swallowing clothes. To go and find him, see him, worship him, then go and tell what you have seen. They too, out of obedience, respond. Delay is dissolved. The gift comes about in their life. It flourishes. It, it, form, it comes to fruition. And all of a sudden, they become a part of the story that we know and live today doesn't stop there. You've got wise men who are studying astrology that see the star. Some say they could have traveled for two to three years before ever getting to the Christ child to see him. Though it seemed delayed, no, it's dissolved. All of the time in history is dissolved. The two years is dissolved and delay is gone because they're walking in faith to a spoken word, a written word, and know that they're a part of the story of gift and promise. Wow. It's, it's not that their life is hindered. No, because they're moving towards something they believe in and want with their whole heart. And they find it and they too are present in the story and that we read. And God was just reminding me, as I'm putting away these ornaments, these, these figures, not to put put away that the truth we find in them, not to put away the word that he has given us, not to put away uh, maybe past words or words we would call yesterday words and that we're just looking for a now word or a, or a tomorrow word or futuristic fulfillment, not to put away what he said. If we'll be present with him living those words, then we'll be functioning in the gift and the promise and in that, this feeling of delay will not exist. It will be dissolved and we will be functioning in power because we know we're about the work and the mission of an almighty God. See, because when I was thinking that and the Lord was speaking, he reminds me of the Great Commission. 
Because see, immediately you may be like me. You may say, well, if I got a word like Mary got from Gabriel or Joseph got in the dream or the, the heavenly hosts like the shepherds or, or seen a star like the wise men and, and connected it to promise, man, I would have no problem walking it out or I'd have no problem walking in this obedience. And it surely would dissolve and I would walk in promise and gifting. Well, here's the truth. You and I have been given that kind of word and we're about, we should be living in it right now. Because, you know, we're, we think those kind of thoughts and we, we formulate an excuse and say we're just waiting on power. We're waiting on new power. We're waiting on provision from God in our bank accounts or provision to show us uh, a new new way to do something. We're waiting on a certain piece to, to, to go. We're waiting on new direction. You may be saying, I'm waiting. 2020 took away my assignment. I'm waiting on a new assignment of the Lord. I'm waiting on my healing. I'm, I'm waiting on justice in America, etc., etc. God is saying, in your waiting, you should still be living for me. In your waiting, you've been given a word that eradicates, dissolves all this feeling of delay. There's no delay when you're living present with him. He is at work and is working through you and he's wanting to work for you. And so when you when I think about those things, I, I immediately think about that great commission where, where God, where Jesus himself said, he says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Verse number 20, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. What does that mean? Disciples that follow him know to obey the commands and new disciples should be taught. You can trust God. He is a very present help. His commandments equal promise. To walk in promise is to follow commandments. And when you follow commandments, promises manifest. That's why signs follows those that believe. That goes on to say in, in Mark chapter 16, talking about the Great Commission. But they don't stop there. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I'm here to tell you, Jesus came. He is here and he is coming. And we have a word, a word that brings healing and power and peace and direction, assignment. Justice is now. And we can abide in that, live in that, know that, and it should be dissolving our delay because we know that we're about the Father's business right now. Just as Jesus was, we are in the earth. So I can't help but think about the commission that bridges from in Luke's writing from Luke 20, uh, 24 into Acts 1 and then Acts 2, where they were told to go and wait on the promise. Don't that this great commission had to be empowered, had to be infused by the coming of the Holy Spirit, that they would be witnesses, empowered to be witnesses unto all the earth, and this, this great commission to be fulfilled. See, we we live on the other side of the cross, we live on the the, the aftermath of the cross and the resurrection and the coming of God, the Holy Spirit. These people should would have somewhat of an excuse of a delay to in the in and all the process of what was going on. But we, as believers of the New Testament, we have been given the gift. Not only are we washed in the blood, seeing the power of the cross, living the power of the resurrection, we live with Holy Spirit within us and empowering, overflowing out of us. 
We are not delayed. We are on a mission. We are in this together for his glory. So go. You know, um, not too long ago, I, I heard this word and I had to even do some research to see if it was even true. And it is. Did you know at the moment of conception, when that baby is being formed, immediately at conception, there's this flash of light that encompasses around that baby. You know what I believe that is? Scientists say that that's like a zinc compound and this flash of lightning happens. I believe it is God showing up at the moment of conception, he being light, flashing there, being present, showing that I am here, giving you every gift, just like I gave, I anointed Jeremiah in the womb to be a prophet to the nation. I'm showing up with gifts, blessings, and destiny at the moment of your conception. I'm creating you, giving permission for you to come into the earth, and I'm sealing you with everything you'll need to be everything you need to be for me in the season and the time of of that you live in. Uh, it brings new meaning to what Esther was talking when God spoke to her for just as time as this. That's the same mission that we're on. And I believe that when we receive Christ as Savior and we step into promise and begin to follow him, everything that was activated, sealed, and given, predestined for us, we step into. And the more we yield to him, the more we want to follow him, these gifts that he bestowed upon us surface and we totally are influencers in the earth. We are the ones who are impacting and igniting those things in the earth for he in his glory. We become a part of the storyline, just like Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the wise men, and the prophets before them. We too become a part of the finished work of the cross, not delayed, but ready and active and doing in the earth for his glory. Not downtrodden, not just saying 2020 was the worst year we ever lived, but we live in 2021 a year that we've been destined for with gifts that are needed in the earth that are, are what the earth is looking for. And it is the message of Jesus Christ. And we are carriers of that great commission. We are carriers of that baptism. We are carriers of God's love. We just have to be obedient, dissolving all delay. So I hope this is, is this is uh, rang true in your life and has been an encouragement to you. For us to rem and, and to remember James one and twenty two, where it says, "Don't just be a listener of the word, but you must be a doer. Don't just listen to the word, but you must do the word." And so that's what we want to do, and from this day forward, if you've been lack or slack in that, repent, move forward, and advance the kingdom of God. Let let the every gift God has given you flourish, come to pass, glow, illuminate. And make a difference in this world, world today as we, as we all have the opportunity and the blessing to live. Let me pray with you. Father, we love you and we thank you for every hearer of this word today. Today, we will not just be a listener, but we will be a listener and a doer. Today, Lord, will be the fulfillment of what you have spoken. Today, we'll be a part of the finished work of the cross. Today, we're sons and daughters. We are Adam and, and we are your, your sons and daughters. We are standing up being who you created us to be and let the light that you sealed us with in the time we were conceived, that we were foreknown and we were stepping into a moment in time to be the answer because we're carriers of you, you cares of you who you are the answer to all things, to all problems. There is no delay. 
There is now. This is called the present because it is the gift. May we truly make a difference and give you all the glory for you rightfully deserve it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen.